the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to repairing a broken world, especially a nation that we live in, we have to start at home. That's what we're talking about next here on Truth For Today. Join us. From Valley Bible Church in Hercules, this is Truth For Today. Hi there. Welcome to our broadcast. We're continuing our series, A Nation in Moral Crisis. One of the things we're learning is that the gospel is the cure, but that gospel needs to begin in our home and permeate outwards if we're to see change in our communities and in our nation. Please join us as we take a look at the vital necessity of beginning a restoration and a reformation in our own homes. Here's Pastor Phil with today's broadcast. Memories. We all have memories. But he's telling them, Oh Israel, you're going to be swallowed up by the nations. You're going to be swallowed up by other religions. Your boys and girls are going to be offered to Moloch. Your kids are going to be sacrificed on the pagan altars of immorality and greed. I'm telling you, Mom and Dad, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart or you won't do the rest of what I'm going to tell you. And if you love him with all your heart, too, I want you to impress your children with it. My second question is, are there any teachers of your children in your home? Look what he says. These words which I'm commanding you shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up. The word here, teach them diligently, is an interesting Hebrew word. The word diligently here. It was used of sharpening a sword or sharpening the arrowhead. And it literally meant to make sharp. It was used of a sharp tongue. And the idea, uh, let me give you the the exact Hebrew word there. Uh, It came from a Hebrew word, sanan. And it was used of repetition. You sharpen it by repetition. Back and forth. Let's say on the grindstone, whatever, or metal against metal, sharpening it. And it was used of, again, repetition, say it again. When he's saying teach them, it means repeatedly, once over and over and over until you sharpen them. Like you would a sword, an arrow, teach, repeat, teach, repeat, teach, repeat. Don't say it once. Say it until they get it memorized. Do this diligently to your children. That's the formal. You're going to get this. Then he said, let me tell you informally what you do. Once you get past family torture, I mean devotions, 
Then you shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Well, when aren't you teaching? <laughs> Never. Never. Christianity isn't something you pick up once a week. I put in my dues. I stayed awake. And I dropped change in the offering. God ought to be impressed. God's not impressed and your heart is cold. You might not know this. God wants all of you. I said God wants all of you. You got all of him. In Jesus. He gave his best. And if he's got all your heart and you're not divided, uh, you're there teaching. And when you go along the way, you know, I was raised in a semi-normal, mixed-up, dysfunctional, non-perfectionistic home. Is that good enough for you? I mean, there's somewhere. But the memories I remember, I mean, I remember making trips to my dad's mother. Or not his mother, but his sister. She lived in the hills of Oklahoma. So far back, you drew water. I loved it as a kid, but I'm sure glad I didn't grow up there. Outhouses. We swam in springs that just came up out of the ground. You, you didn't have, need a river. There were just springs that just came up. It was incredible swimming. Horses. Oh, I mean, it was, it was going back a hundred years. What I thought, you know, little house on the prairie was. But you know what? When we got in the car. Let's say on this trip, mom, dad, Hazel, and I. Well, she'd always carry ukulele in the car. We, we sang halfway there. I mean, it's from California there. It's just a singing fest. Testimony fest. This. That. It's, the conversation never ended. About him. You see, we hadn't become bored yet with God. We just need to be Christians a little bit longer and we get bored. And, and it was, I, I love being raised by an older generation. All you brats, if your folks didn't come through hard times, you don't know what you missed. Because I heard all the stories of how they got through. How deacons fed my mom and dad through the depression in Kansas. And when they buried their boys and couldn't pay for the funeral, poor saints Help them pay for the funeral. Not to, not, nothing to make you proud about. That's a humiliating story. But when you're poor, you can't afford too much pride. I said, you mean God loved us when we were broke? Yeah. Yeah. Israel, I loved you down there in Egypt. I loved you down there when you were under a taskmaster that had no use for you or your children. Hated you being in Egypt. I redeemed you with a mighty hand when you were but slaves and you could never have delivered yourself. Now, all I'm saying, when you get in the land, keep telling your children, keep telling your children that your God's a great redeemer, that he stooped to bring you out. He stooped to bring you out. He stooped to bring you out. 
And I've got a story of redemption. I never was in Egypt, but I had some years in sin. I was a slave of Satan. I would have gone to hell, but I was surrounded by people who said, we're going to tell you about the Redeemer. We're going to tell you about the, we don't have a lot of money, a lot of education, and a lot of status, but we're going to tell you what we know. He brought us a mighty long way. He brought us a mighty long way. He brought us from nothing. He brought us from nothing. Now I ask you, what are you telling your kids and all your prosperity? You tell them about your 401k? You tell them about your bonus? So what? So what? What they need to hear about is your God that saved you. Do you ever tell your kids how God saved you? Did you ever tell him when you fell in love with him? Who else is going to tell your story? Tell them. And your kids are going to get bored with it. Pretty soon they're going to say, here goes number nine. I've heard this before. Here goes number three. I've heard that one. And you know what you do? As long as you're raising them, you just grab them by their lapels. As long as you live here, you're going to hear it. And when you get tired of hearing it, you start paying rent. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Quit caving in. Quit. Don't let them raise you. You raise them. I'm trying to feel strongly about these things, but I'll try to be a little calmer, but I'm lying. I am not trying to be calm. You see, William Bennett, I never forget the speech that I came back to the church and preached on this. When I heard William Bennett, who was then the Secretary of Education, I believe he was under Clinton, uh, maybe back to Reagan, a powerful Catholic educator. I heard him give a lecture when I was in Dallas Seminary. And the title of his lecture was, Your Children Are Being Kidnapped. And he shared this. Parents, all you get to do is clothe and feed your children and watch the culture kidnap their soul. Because your kids don't have your values. They don't have your perspective. They don't have your convictions. You get to feed, clothe, and buy them iPhones. But the culture is what's grabbing their soul. And his title was, The Kidnappers Are Here. And I just say, especially to that young family person, don't let the culture kidnap your kids. And they are stealing them left and right. Talk of your God. Don't talk about, oh, I hope Elsa Brandy Christian will really get my kids. That's nice. That's a bonus. But what about you? And by the way, dads, I, I just heard a thing a while back. I don't know if it's still true. They asked a counseling center in Southern California that Clyde Naramore used to run. They asked him, what was your number one counseling problem? And he said, oh, there's no question. Passive males. What? Passive males. They work, they come home, and they are not engaged in what happens in the home. That may have changed a lot. My son-in-laws have changed a lot more diapers than I ever did. Hallelujah. I'm glad they grew up. I was spared. I did three. You're not impressed. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of men are involved that way. Much more because you got the woman in the workforce. But both parents, if you just had, if you only have one parent, there's hope. 
If you got both, wow, that's double duty. Both of you pouring yourself. Sure, it'd be great if a man would teach his boy morals. Mama can do it. Ask me who taught me morals the most. My ma, not my mom, my auntie, who is the pastor's wife, and my single, never-to-marry sister. She, when I was meeting Carolyn, first one to date, I, I had to give an outline to her before every date where I was going to take her, what we were going to do. I was 18, and I, uh, I took her with every gift I ever bought Carol. I took Hazel because I wanted to look good. She knew what a girl liked. I got a single sis telling me how to date a girl. That's all right. She had it right. She feared God. She told me the biblical way. So, I brought my wife to marriage and honor. And uh, if I didn't marry her, I'd have to, no apologies to make. I treat her like a blood-bought child of God. Somebody's got to teach her. Is there any teacher in your home? Besides the TV. Besides tech. Because here is what we face today. The mama is out of the home. And she comes as home as tired as the man. Because the Industrial Revolution in World War II put the mother in the workforce. And oh, what a fallout. We've lived with that. Uh, three things. Teach your children. Talk to them. And it goes ahead and says, publish the word of God in your home. Publish the word of God. Put it on display. Now, what's on display in most homes today? TV. Uh, do you remember when TV came out? I, I am pre-TV. My sister Ruth and I sat in front of a radio and listen to a Tom Mix, Lone Ranger. Anybody ever listen to radio programs? You're, you're, you look good. You look older than me, but you look good. <laughs> I mean, we, we knew all the radio broadcasts. I remember black and white. Flash Gordon. Oh, how he changed my life. I'll tell you who really changed my life was Annette Funicello. <laughs> I mean, I was in love with her for 10 years. I bought Mouseketeers just to meet Annette. Yeah, no. Man, captured by this box that brought live stream images and a nation fell for it and we're all the TV generation. Six to seven hours a day, an average consumption. So who's teaching your children when you don't feel like it? The box? Whatever its message. You can only watch so much Animal World. You only watch so much Fox News. See, the dangers you face, TV, here's another thing. I wish I'd get more gospel than this, but I'm talking to you about your home. If Christ is first in your life, could he show up on the menu? Could he show up in the curriculum you've got? Uh, what about dinner? Do any of you eat together? When I grew up, we all ate together. Did any of you grow up that way where you ate together? together for the evening meal. How many of you don't eat? No, that's okay. There's a lot of folks, they, they, they just, that is almost archaic. No, no, no. And they, I hear these scenarios. I eat uh, in my bedroom. I have my own TV. That's not uncommon. Or we all eat around the TV while we're eating. Both in the home I grew up in, 
which was semi-normal, dysfunctional, fallen, sinner, going to hell without God until Christ saved us. Just messed up folks that met Christ, like you. And uh, we all met at the table at night, and so did my kids. But when they would bring their girlfriends over, they, they, this was something else that we all sat around the table at night and talked about everything under the sun. We talked about subjects we didn't know anything about and talked for two hours. And that's where the guts and the heart of each one was made manifest. I was always scared of kids that didn't talk because I don't know what's in your heart till you open your mouth. So all you quiet folks get credit for being godly. You're just rascals. You're getting ready to bomb the place. We don't know what's going on. Let's say iPhones, computers. Are you able to control the technology that's unleashed in your home and to your kids? You bought it. You pay the bill. Somebody's talking to them. It scares me to think a 14-year-old boy can punch one button and see all the naked women he wants to for the next eight hours. Pornography is that close. I thought it's big if we could get some guy to buy us a Playboy at a liquor store. You don't need someone to buy a Playboy. Just one, two. I know. Because guess what? The porno business makes more money in this country than all the movies coming out of Hollywood plus Las Vegas. That's how much money is made by photographing naked people that the American public are buying. So who are we kidding? And I want to give my kid the power to access this. The big question is, Dad, do you? Because many a man, many a pastor have found themselves addicted to this idol called pornography. This is the day we live in. Uh, schools, do you trust schools to teach your kids about God? What about peers? You're running with peers. Uh, my kid said, we had a lot of friends, but we never learned about God from our peers. We had to run with people older than us to learn about God because our peers were caught up in the same sins and temptations as we were. We, that's why I'm looking forward that we're bringing our young people in here August 18th to be in the second service to worship. I think it's time our young people were exposed to the older part of the church. They need us. They need us in their life. And I thank God for the youth men and their, their spirit of uh, cooperation. It's going to be good. I would add some things if I were you. We got great youth groups. We got children's ministries. Thank God for every Christian school we have. Uh, I, I would uh, pick what kind of music goes on in your house. But that means you'd be in charge. See if you can get their permission. Uh, uh, try to expose your kids to good things. I must wrap up. Let's go, go to 2 Timothy. But my third question is, are your kids ever exposed to any credible Christians beyond you, hoping you're one of those? But if you're not, and I have to say, one of the great shaping influences in my own children's lives is the kind of people that were in our home and that we ran with. Listen to 2 Timothy 1, verse 5. Paul writing to his son in the gospel, a boy that had a Jewish mother and a Gentile father. The father's probably unsaved man, 
Paul had to get Timothy circumcised to do Jewish evangelism. They didn't want to stumble the Jews. So he was, grew up in mixed ethnicity, mixed religious home. I am mindful of the sincere faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am sure that is in you as well. So, Grandma and Mom were credible witnesses in front of Timothy, and Paul uses in chapter 3, verse 10, describing how bad the end times will be, but he tells Timothy, now you followed my teaching, conduct, purpose, faith, patience, love, perseverance, persecutions, and sufferings. As it happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystria. Persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Now, here's what happened. Timothy, you've been influenced by two generations in your house, both women. Grandmother, mother. Two Jewish believers that came to Christ. You saw the model. Thank God for women who take a stand for God in the home. Even whether the husband's saved or not. Woman, don't give up. Your husband could stay your husband, but he's not worth letting your kids go to hell for it. You better stand up and be counted. Be the best wife you know how to be, but don't sacrifice your kids to Moloch and to the gods that may be captivate even your husband. Pray for him. Try to model Christ. But Timothy, you've seen the real thing modeled in grandma and mom. And then you've seen it modeled in me because I have the kind of faith for which I would even suffer to hold it. And that's what most of our kids have never seen in us. They've never seen enough conviction about God that we'd ever suffer for it. Because we're in the let the good times roll kind of church life. We're in prosperity gospel. We're in the sassy, prosperous time of America while we're in decline. I ask you this. Is there anybody in your home who loves God with all their heart? Do you love your job more? Do you love your hobbies more? What do you love the most in that house? Who's teaching your kids? Quit depending on us. Quit depending on the schools. What happened to you? Who fired you? Who fired you? Your schedule? Your busyness? Oh, they'll get it. No, 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 no. Just assume you're living in a pagan land, and you are. And it's left up to you. That you might grow in Christ and find encouragement in the day-to-day lives that we lead as believers in Christ. It is a challenge to live in a dead and dying world, is it not? Especially knowing heaven awaits us. So it is a delight to be able to come to you on a daily basis and provide you with this encouragement from God's Word as we teach and train and, and preach the gospel of Christ for the glory of God and your good. 
This is Truth For Today, Pastor Phil Howard, taking us to God's Word that we might be mutually edified in grace. If you have questions or comments about the broadcast, maybe you would like to hear the program again. We have a couple of ways that you can reach us. The easiest, of course, is our phone number, 855-833-9864. If you would rather visit our website and work through the website, you can do so, truthfortodayradio.org. A lot of resource materials available there. Besides our podcasts, you'll also take advantage of the many other resources, books, and materials. It's all at truthfortodayradio.org. You can write to us at 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California, 94547 is our zip code. And as we conclude our time today, we would invite you to link arms with us financially and prayerfully. These programs come to you on a daily basis, and even our extended resource materials found at our website are available as you link arms with us, partnering with us financially and prayerfully. Whether it's a one-time gift or a monthly gift, no gift is too small, no gift is too large. Please consider how you might come alongside and partner with us as we continue to minister the gospel of Christ to the greater Bay Area. We'd love to hear from you. Here's that phone number once again, 855-833-9864. That's 855-833-9864. And our website, you can securely give a donation there as well, truthfortodayradio.org. And then we would also invite you to join us for worship. If you're not involved in a fellowship near you, consider this an official invitation to join us here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules. For directions and information, you can visit our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or again, call 855-833-9864. And then would you please mention that you were invited by the radio broadcast to one of our ushers. It would mean a great deal to us. Whether you visit us in person or simply stop by our website or listen to us here on the radio, we hope to see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.